This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. A retired FBI agent with 25 years at the Bureau commented that in his experience that he did not see race or systemic racism as skewing legal outcomes in that federal agency, attributing a difference in the scales of justice to wealth disparity. The CEO of Pilgrim's Pride, just indicted for price fixing, will have someone in a very expensive suit standing next to him when booked, and will enjoy the full benefit of personal and corporate legal resources on his behalf, sparing no expense. His skin shade or gender would have no bearing on whether his rights are protected. If for some reason he says, I cannot breathe, police officers will be hurrying to get him medical attention. Wealth and station make the difference. George Floyd may or may not have known that the $20 bill he used was counterfeit, and neither will we, as he was denied his day in court, losing his life over a seemingly petty offense. The Pilgrim's Pride CEO may have stole tens of millions of dollars, and we'll find out the legal system can hold him accountable. I think that by and large the federal entities have been as colorblind as they could be. The U.S. military is an example. A Marine, Airman, Sailor, or Soldier, or American Serviceman beginning and end. The rest of the country has not gotten to that point. A subscriber asked, Why is the stock market going up when we have high unemployment, people can't pay their bills, bankruptcies, factories that are either shut down or idled, all energy in the tank, lumber in the tank, but yet I get that 15% owned 85% of stocks, and I get that there's no place else for the money to be parked, but economics has to come into play here at some point. The simple answer is yes, you're right. Economics does have to come into play at some point. We should define economics as dollars and cents generated through economic activity. The Fed flooded the economy with liquidity. That money has to have some place to go. It has supported markets despite the COVID-19 pandemic, Cold War heating up with China, and as social unrest and political discord make history, it will last until it is exhausted. It is an election year. There will be promises of more to come as politicians attempt to buy votes from respective political bases. Stocks are ultimately driven by corporate profits, and the liquidity that is inflating stock values is causing a widening divergence that will sometime result in a readjustment to reality. Companies are not making money like they used to, and consumers are being given checks from the government to make up for lost earnings. There is a limit about how much lost GDP can be replaced with federal debt. The market will decide what that limit is. Stocks and bonds had been rising together. One change is that bonds, which trade inversely to interest rates or rolling over, are diverging from stocks. Then it will take another draft of Fed liquidity in order to fund the massive debt accumulation taking place at such low interest rates. On the Greens, it was my wife and I's 47th wedding anniversary Wednesday. We did not have all of our soybeans planted yet on June 3rd back then. My dad finished a few days later. This year they were in on May 1st. We did a crop tour for our anniversary, as there is not much else you can do when social distancing from others. The crops have been in here, and with plentiful moisture and heat units, they look phenomenal. Condition ratings should approve again this week. USDA was using a trend line yield, and from the start that this crop has had, there's potential for a record yield this year. They will try to conjure up some kind of weather concern between now and then. 
funds are heavily short, so if they can trigger some kind of technical signal, the bulls hope that they will trigger short covering. For every fund short, there's a long, and the fundamentals will eventually determine which is right. These funds are not always wrong. There are a couple of things bulls can point to. The basis has improved. Our local ethanol plant has gone from 45 cents under to 25 cents under. Bull spreads are evident in the cash market. The other positive is weakness in the dollar being seen, particularly against the real. For Chinese state entities supposedly told not to buy U.S. soybeans, there's a lot of export interest being attributed to China. Our soybean market has been responding accordingly. There's also talk in the trade that China is continuing to buy Brazilian soybeans, even though they are more expensive than ours. They're showing a lot of interest in owning soybeans as a buffer to rising geopolitical tensions. The trifecta of chaos that the U.S. is dealing with, the COVID-19 pandemic, rising geopolitical tensions with China, and the George Floyd protests cause weakness in the U.S. dollar. Europe, Japan, and China appear to be more stable than we do. The massive creation of dollar supply by the Fed with the subsequent increase in supply of treasury offerings to finance the trillions in spending has caused both the dollar and bond charts to roll over. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.